Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. What's up, girl? I'm so excited that you're here for today's episode because we're talking about projection. In particular, I want to talk about relationships, whether it's with your family or your friends, your coworkers, your significant other. You know, people are going to project onto you their thoughts, their beliefs, what's maybe going on internally with them. And we got to figure out how to manage all of that. And then truly, if you're listening to a podcast like this, I know you care about how you show up in the world and that you want to take responsibility for your own growth and even like the depth of connection that you have with other people. So we have to understand when we are projecting. And I think this episode, you're really going to vibe with it. So we're going to dive in. If you don't know what projection is, it's essentially this term that's coined by a psychologist about, you know, people displacing their feelings onto another person. And I think to kind of set the stage here, let's dig into like why people actually project. Like, why do we displace our feelings onto other people? Well, I think most often it's because it's easier, right? Like when we've got something that's going on internally, we're often going to choose the easier option, even if we know it's not right or it's not constructive. We're going to choose the easier option of really just pushing our feelings onto somebody else. Often it can be subconscious. And sometimes like we maybe don't recognize that we're projecting, but like we're doing it consciously because we want to just get this feeling out of us and onto someone else. And projection is often, you know, a reflection of how someone feels about themselves. So if we project onto somebody else, it's a way for us to avoid taking responsibility for the feelings that we're feeling. And a lot of times projection is stemming from our ego. Like we want to protect our ego by putting, you know, traits that are bugging us or feelings that are coming up for us that aren't, you know, always the best feelings onto somebody else. So we don't have to claim them as our own. It's a way to protect our ego, but it's also a way to protect our own self-esteem, right? And as humans, we're wired to want to protect ourselves. For example, something that came up for me recently in real time is, you know, Sina and my husband, Sina and I were on the podcast last Thursday talking about how he's navigating a new career path. Like we talked a ton about this in a very raw way. If you didn't check out last Thursday's episode, I'll link it in the show notes. But so many of you said that you resonated with it. So definitely check it out if you missed it. But anyway, together we were sharing about how he's in a season in his career where he's not exactly sure what to do next career-wise. Right after he got his real estate license here in Colorado, where we just moved a couple weeks ago, he was unsure of how to actually like take the next step because there's nothing linear about what's next. And previously in his career, he was a dentist, which was super linear, right? And real estate, we have the personal goal of like investing in one property a quarter. And we're going to start a podcast together geared towards newbie investors in real estate. But that alone is not a full-time job. And it's not a good environment to feel really scattered or like you're in this open sea for someone who is so freaking good at crushing goals as long as he knows what the goal is. 
right? And he doesn't want to do traditional real estate, like working with first-time homebuyers. He's more interested in the investment side and like the education side of things. So at the time that I'm recording this, we've got some ideas of what he wants to do next. And we're definitely going to loop you in on it. But one issue that came up that I really didn't recognize until after we got into a little bit of an argument involved me projecting onto him. It had nothing to do with him. And I think of us like we're girlfriends. So I'm just going to tell you what it was. So this, this argument, like I said, really had nothing to do with Sina. It was more me projecting my own discomfort with this new dynamic in our relationship, which is really just for this season. Okay. So like I got really frustrated with Sina. I was like, Sina, figure out your career. Like figure this out right now. It's so frustrating that you're not taking action. Right. We talked a lot about that on Thursday's episode. And honestly, it was so rude. Um, you know, I apologize because I value my relationship more than my ego. But essentially where it was coming from was me projecting my own discomfort, these negative feelings that I was feeling internally about the fact that our relationship for most of the last 13 years that we've been together has been him being really stable and following this very linear path and me being the one that has a lot more freedom. And if you know anything about Enneagram, I'm an Enneagram seven, which means I love options and freedom. And, you know, right now it feels like I'm very linear and he's a little bit all over the place and I'm almost like envious of it in a way. But it wasn't until I dug into the fact that I was recognizing it just feels a little bit unbalanced in our relationship right now, but it's a temporary dynamic where he's a little bit scattered and I'm the one who's super steady. And it's also this like beautiful opportunity for me to recognize I actually can be really structured and steady when I'm in the right thing, when I feel aligned like I do right now in my career, right? But it's still uncomfortable because it's new, right? Remember, projection is often us choosing the easier option of not confronting the real issue and getting to the root of it because it takes more time to get to the root of it. And also it's just like pushing it onto somebody else. It just gets that pain off of you and onto that other person. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not proud of it. I'm like, I think it was like we're girlfriends. So I'm just being real with you, right? But I was doing that in real time. Instead of stopping and having a conversation with him saying, Sina, how can I best support you in this season? Because I love you and we're a team. I chose in that moment, it actually wasn't conscious. It was very subconscious. I chose to project onto him so I could avoid taking responsibility for my own discomfort, my own feelings and getting to the root of it. And damn, that is so powerful to recognize when you do that because you know, we all have baggage from the past, you know, crap that we haven't dealt with from our childhood or things that we've navigated. That's like buried under our conscious awareness, which means sometimes we can get triggered by someone else. And then all of a sudden, all this crap comes to the surface. We don't know what to do with it. We're like, ah, like hot potato, like get it onto somebody else because I don't want to manage it. And we all have issues going on in our life, like things that are annoying or frustrating or extremely painful or difficult that we cannot change right? We can only change our feelings about it. But when we can't change those issues, for example, if you are, you know, in a really busy season at work and you don't want to actually change your job, you're just like, ah, it's like feels really hectic. Or maybe there's a hard thing that you're navigating through. You're going through, you know, a breakup and it's just like so tough or you're navigating infertility or whatever. Like we can't change the circumstance. But sometimes when we're feeling that discomfort, we want to project it onto other people to just get it out of us, right? Again, it's very human to do this. But here's the tricky part is most often we project onto people that we deem will love us unconditionally. That's our significant other most often, right? Maybe if you're like not in your head, you're in your car right now, you're like, hey, crap, I do that. Or maybe it's your mom or a super, super close best friend of yours, or maybe your sister. Again, it's not right and it's not fair. 
But I'm also a firm believer that when we're working through our own crap, uh, you know, just becoming aware of it is such a good first step. And I actually do understand why people do it. Again, I don't think it's right, but I understand why I even did it in the moment that I did it to Sina, simply because it's easier to blame someone else for something, to avoid it, pretend like nothing's going on, or, you know, even project in some cases, attack someone else rather than pointing the finger at ourselves and doing the really unsexy work of figuring out how to handle and process our own thoughts and emotions and our own issues and really owning it because we're always trying to stay safe and protect our own ego and protect our own self-esteem. It's how we're wired as humans. And what's really interesting about projection, there's like so many ways that I could go on this topic, but I just kind of want to share a couple more is, you know, it can come up in different ways where people project things that they actually feel about themselves onto other people, like in relationships, maybe your partner has a trait that you dislike about yourself. And, you know, you maybe had like a negative experience in the past and you don't even consciously recognize that you're projecting this onto another person. And you can see it or you can start to recognize it. And even though it's difficult to admit it because it, you know, a threat like threatens your ego, it's something that we can really make a lot of progress and get that depth in our relationships if we actually really take ownership, right? So an example would be like blaming your partner for being messy, even though you know you're the messy one. I do this with Cena all the time. I am so much messier than Cena. Like he is so tidy and he leaves a wrapper on the counter by the garbage can and Sometimes like, I mean, I'm pretty good about like joking about it now where I'm like, oops, you left the wrapper on the counter. And then I just do this thing where I pick it up and like really dramatically like walk over to the trash can and then drop it in. Cause I'm like, oh my gosh, it's literally so close. You could have just put it in the trash can. But really, if I were to actually get mad and not make a joke about it, it would be because I know I'm messy and I'm projecting my own thoughts onto him. Just being real with you, right? Or if you're struggling in your health goals, maybe you're not feeling as good about your own routine or your eating habits or your body, you're feeling kind of self-conscious. You might project that onto your significant other, like how they should be better in their health routine or their eating habits. That's projection, right? And not even just in romantic relationships. It can be at work, like different ways that this shows up in your friendships, with your parents, with your coworkers. The patterns apply. And, you know, we have someone in our family right now that's going through a major struggle season in their relationship. And they're choosing to project that on Cena and I in a very unhealthy and unproductive way. And honestly, it's kind of messed up. But we have to then take radical responsibility to create space and have some boundaries. But because we can identify it as projection, we know that it has nothing to do with us. It doesn't mean it's not hurtful, but we can still have a little bit more empathy and honestly, not as much like anger because we can understand what the root of it is and that it doesn't have to do with us, right? And just to know if right now you're recognizing like, holy crap, I'm doing this. I'm purposely telling you ways that I've done this so that you know, like, it's okay, you're not alone. Because like really recognizing this and like bringing this to your awareness, like to the surface is such a huge win because then you can actually work on it, right? I hope you're loving today's episode. I just wanted to pop in here because I thought maybe you might be a podcaster yourself. And maybe you are like, you know, a couple months in or maybe even a couple years into podcasting. You're like, I love this platform, but I really want to grow my show more. Or maybe you want to monetize your show and you want to bounce your ideas off of someone and get some direction and coaching around how you can best do that. Well, I developed this program called Amplified literally for you. 
if you're an existing podcaster that wants to grow, scale, and monetize your show. And how it works is really cool because it's customized to you. It kicks off with a one-on-one podcast audit. This is where I listen into your show. We talk about the direction and your vision and things that you can tactically implement right away to take your podcast to the next level. And I really like to help with figuring out aligned like offers, pro- like programs, products, services, things that you want to do to actually monetize. And then after that first call, you go through the self-paced curriculum where we talk a lot about cultivating community and effective growth techniques. We talk about affiliate marketing, podcast sponsorship, revenue sources, how to really drive to your existing products, programs, ads, cross promotion, all of that, right? Really more like high level because again, this is for existing podcasters that already know they love podcasting. They want to just crank it up a notch. After you go through that self-paced curriculum, then we connect again on a one-hour Zoom call, which is where I'm giving you any feedback I can of like things in terms of like the offers that you have or the ways to actually grow your store or ways to format your podcast so that it just feels really freaking fun. I love helping women in this space because I just think it's such a beautiful platform that's growing like crazy. And here's the thing. The average podcast listener listens to six to seven shows a week. So she wants more shows. So let's get her listening to yours too. So what's cool about that too is after you actually graduate, we move you into our grad community of other female podcasters that are also taking it to the next level too. So if you're interested in more details, I want to talk to you personally. I'm not just going to give you the link to go sign up. I want to talk to you personally because I take a limited amount of women because it's so one-on-one. Um, so text the word AMPLIFY to 512-548-2728. Again, text the word AMPLIFY to 512-548-2728 if that sounds interesting to you. Or if you're like, ah, like I'm cruising on the freeway, just DM me. I'll give you all the juice and we can connect. Now, let's dive back into today's episode. Like I mentioned, even with the real-time example with Sina, it didn't become a pattern in our relationship where I'm starting to project on him all the time during this season. I recognized it. I took responsibility for it. It was a massive learning opportunity for me, a way for us to connect even deeper in our relationship. And now I'm going to be able to show up in a totally different way as we're navigating through this temporary season because I actually took responsibility for it. And I was like, ooh, this is something that I'm doing. This actually really has nothing to do with him. And that's not something to beat myself up about. I'm actually really proud of myself. I'm like, go me. Like I recognize that I was projecting. Woo, now what can I do about it? right? We have to have compassion for ourselves. You can't like hate yourself into wanting to improve. It's like, okay, I made a mistake. I learned from it. Now, what can I do to make it better? Right? Because here's the other thing. What's really tough about projection and when it becomes a pattern is often people don't change until it's really harmed a relationship. And for some people, even recognizing or taking responsibility that they've got the power to change feels like such a stretch or they're so freaking stubborn, they don't want to admit that they can improve, that's really tough to navigate. So if you're doing that right now, I hear you, I've been there. Don't let that be you, right? As someone who wants to work on herself, you listen into a podcast like this, whether this is your first episode, if so, hi, I'm Keisha, I'm so excited that you're here. Maybe you've been here for months or even years, right? Like you're reading the books, you're trying to be intentional, you're signing up to go to the things you're coming to, I don't know, empower her life, I hope you are, right? Like when you recognize it in yourself, then you can take responsibility and you can in turn have more empathy when it comes up in other people. You can learn how to create appropriate boundaries. And in some cases, you can be more supportive. And you can choose, because yes, girl, even when it's annoying or really tough, like, or frustrating, it's always a choice that you can choose to be more compassionate because you can identify that it's not actually about you. 
it's coming from them internally. And that must be really freaking difficult for them to have to navigate those uncomfortable emotions. You've done it before. You get it, right? And a quick way to know if it is projection that I see often is when there's a really big reaction to something that probably doesn't require that big of a reaction, a very emotional, over-the-top reaction, right? I mean, I've even seen it with people in the grocery store. Like, you know, a guy's in line, like, and he's getting super frustrated about something. In my head, I I mean, I don't say this out loud because like, this would be so awkward. But in my head, I think like, ooh, that guy has got something going on internally. He's projecting. And then I always make sure that if I'm the next person in line, I am overly nice to that person because like, that is not their fault that they just got projected on and I saw it happen. But you know, it's not right. But because I'm able to identify it, I can have more empathy of people that are navigating tough things. And I think we all can do that, right? And, and truly, when the reaction is bigger than the issue and it doesn't really make sense, we just have to recognize every time that that's somebody projecting their own issues on us, right? And it can even be when they're projecting their beliefs onto us. For example, people projecting things about like, moving, right? Sina and I have lived in five major cities and the whole concept of like, are you ever going to settle down? You move so much. Like, don't you want to start a family? Don't you want to put down roots? That's other people projecting what they would deem as stressful, like all the moving that we do or that they believe, you know, settling down is like the quote unquote right thing. And their version of it is what they're projecting onto us. Like whenever I hear comments like that, it doesn't bug me. I was just interpret it as like, Maybe you would feel stressed if my life was your life or this amount of change that we always navigate was your life. Or if being new to a city and having to be like, hi, I'm Keisha, I'm new here, would be stressful for you. That's your interpretation. Or maybe you think that settling down right now is what you would want at 32 and you're speaking from that belief. That might not be my truth. So I don't have to accept it and accept that projection that you're putting onto me. Same rules apply for you and anything that people are projecting onto you, right? This could be someone telling you that you shouldn't start that business, invest in that event, move to that new city, start that relationship, you know, get back out there after a tough breakup simply because they wouldn't choose to do it or they have never done it themselves, right? And honestly, it can even come from your parents pressuring you to succeed at something that they didn't succeed at, like they didn't succeed at their own goals and it's coming out on you in this projection like weird way. It's just another reminder not to take to heart too much advice from people who haven't done the thing that you want to do or don't have relationships that you want to have or haven't accomplished the thing in the way that you would want to feel in the process while accomplishing it, right? Because the person who's telling you how you should be living your life and projecting their beliefs onto you or projecting their you know, ideas of what relationships or family looks like, that's on them. Point is, recognizing projection mostly being from someone else's reaction, not matching the situation is a really important thing to know. Being aware that projection exists, that you're probably doing it in some ways. And like I said, I told you a lot of reasons that I've done it. And I told you why I've done it. I want to just like get on the same page here that we do it. You can recognize it in yourself and take responsibility and action. You can recognize it in other people. Getting therapy is also really freaking helpful, right? If that's what you need, really just gaining more tools. Like why I love Enneagram so much. Like I love just gaining more self-awareness and really digging into it. I love looking into things like human design and stuff like that. So I can start to take more responsibility for how I'm showing up in the world. And in some cases, this is where getting more comfortable, setting boundaries, creating some space from people that their energy and their amount of projections is really harmful to you, right? That's okay to do. Maybe being like more straightforward with people is what you need to do. 
right now at the season in your life with the people that are projecting onto you. Things like, you know, that people are just throwing crap at you and you're like, okay, (laughs) I hear you where you're coming from, but I just don't see it that way. Or, hey, you're entitled to your own opinion, but I just disagree, right? I'm gonna do me, whatever it is for you. Or if it makes sense in the context of your relationship, maybe even seeking to give that person support because they're hurting. And one of the ways that you can help them get more support is helping them get to the root of the problem. If that feels like that's aligned, that's not your responsibility to do in a relationship, but maybe it's someone really close to you that you want to help them get to the root of it. This is how Sina and I do our life. This is how my best friend Jackie and I do life. It's like we help each other get to the root of the problem and then encouraging other people to seek professional help if they're open to it, right? So professionals like therapists can help you a ton with projection if this is an issue that's like really coming up for you. I just wanted to talk more about this in like a real time. How have I navigated this? How can you support yourself? How can you, you know, give yourself a little bit of grace? But overall, if you catch someone that you're around that's projecting, remind yourself it's not about you, right? You don't have to internalize their projection or make it, you know, a capital T truth. It's more about them. You only get to control yourself, That part, like controlling yourself, is what you can always take responsibility for. You can always create boundaries. You can always choose to apologize if necessary. I'm not big on over-apologizing, especially for women. Like if you you bump into me, you can apologize, but you don't need to apologize when we're walking down the street together. You know what I mean? Apologize if necessary because you value your relationship more than your ego. I have to apologize to Sina all the time. He never really has to apologize to me because he doesn't freak out like this as often. I don't know, right? Taking responsibility. And I like to think of it through imagery. Instead of pointing the finger at somebody else saying, why aren't they doing what I think they should be doing? You know, like literally picture this in your head, like point, point, point at somebody else. I like to think of this as taking my wrist, literally flipping my finger back around, pointing it at myself. I realize you can't see me right now, but I'm actually doing it while I'm recording this in my Britney Spears headset sitting in my closet, but pointing it at myself and saying, hey, what can I own here? Because even if someone is acting in a way that we don't think that they should, or, you know, they're projecting onto us, even if it's not right, when we flip the finger around and point it at ourselves and say, what can I own here? We always present ourselves with a powerful choice, the choice of our reaction, right? And our choice to assume that people are doing the best that they can with the tools that they have. Because truth of the matter is, we also don't know how many days we have here on this planet, right? We don't know how many interactions we're going to have with any one person. So we can take responsibility to make our interactions count. I hope this was helpful for you. I feel like this was like a really juicy episode. I just told you a lot of things that I've like done wrong and I had to apologize where I really dug into it. So because I like to picture us like we're girlfriends chatting over spicy marks, but I can't actually see you because like I said, I'm sitting in my closet picturing us chatting. If this episode was helpful for you, will you please tag me on Instagram? which is also super awesome because it helps get the message out about the podcast to your friends that might like something like this. Or if you want to just text me or DM me your thoughts, I would love to hear if this episode resonated with you. And without further ado, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.